actually on my way to work. But, you know, I just wanted to check in with everyone and kind of, I don't know, just kind of, you know, give yourself a faith check and, and, you know, I think sometimes we have to question ourselves or, you know, ask ourselves, like, where, where is my faith? Where am I at with this trusting God, with this faith and what God says? Where, where am I at with this? And I think, not I think, but I know probably a few months ago, the enemy really hit me the hardest and God truly spoke to me when he said, um, you know, I'll do it according to your faith. And that right there instantly was, it was a moment where I was able to kind of say, you know, the enemy's after my faith. He's after my faith. That's what he's after. He's after my faith. And we've heard it before. Anytime we get a word from God, we get a seed from God. Anytime we we have this belief or this notion or we know that God is doing something, he's called us to do something that God is working in our life, the enemy comes in to try and make us doubt. He wants us to be doubtful. He wants us to be, a, you know, be doubting what we heard from God. You didn't hear that. That's not what God said. You're not going to be successful. That marriage is not going to work. You're not going to come out of this. The medical report is going to be what it's going to be. And I really had to check myself because I've been asking God for some big things, things that are bigger than me. But I also had the faith check because there were times when I was like, did I really, did I really hear this from you, God? Did I make this up? Am I going my own way, God? Have I stepped out of your will? And God just put on my heart, like the enemy, his job is to steal, kill and destroy. So that seed that I've implanted inside of you, his job, he's going to come along and he's going to make you doubt. He's going to make you think you didn't hear from me. He's going to try and do everything he can do to distract you from fulfilling your purpose and from walking in what I have called you to do. And I realized that it was a doubting issue, but it was also a trusting issue that I was having with God. And God, you know, he spoke to me. He said, are you trusting me, Christina? Are you trusting me? Are you believing me? If I'll do it according to your faith, are you going to allow the enemy to come in here and wipe away everything that I've spoken to you? Are you going to stand in faith and say God is who he says he is? He's going to do every single thing he said that he's going to do. I believe it. God said it. I believe it. And that absolutely settles it. And I've really, truly been trying to live my life like that. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. But let me tell you something. God is a God who wants to take us from glory to glory to glory to glory, exceedingly and abundantly, far above all we, you or I, could ever ask think or imagine and if we would allow ourselves to let go and let God God is going to work things out for us God is going to do some amazing things God is working right now as I'm speaking to you God is working and moving in that situation I don't know what it is that you need from God I don't know what the word is that you got from God I don't know but all I can tell you is all God's promises are yes and amen And if God told you something, I want you to be encouraged and to hold on to that. I'm here to tell you that the enemy will try and come in and sow seeds of doubt and distract you from your purpose and make you think that you didn't hear it, that it's not going to happen, that you're not going to break generational curses over your life, that businesses you started are not going to be successful, that jobs you believe you're called to, you're not going to be able to obtain. But I'm here to tell you I'm living proof. I'm living proof that if you give your life to God and you walk with him and you don't walk in front of God, you don't walk behind God, but you walk with him and where you're week God allows himself to be made strong if you will do that God will take you from glory to glory to glory I'm not supposed to be where I am today you want to know how I know I'm not supposed to be where I am today because I had no educational background to be here because two years ago 
everything around me looked like I wasn't blessed because I didn't feel like I was blessed. But let me tell you something, God put his hands on me and I'll never look back. And my prayer for any of you today is that you would have an experience with God that is so, so spiritually moving in your life that you can never, ever look back. But I can tell you as in 2020, I've always walked very closely with God, you know, and I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect. You know, I'm not, but I have always had this notion that I've had a calling on my life. I have always truly believed heavily in God, truly believed heavily in prayers. I've watched since I was a young girl, I've watched God answer my prayers from asking him to not allow my mother to be paralyzed, to asking him to look out for my, you know, I grew up with two very sick parents, but I, I've, I've watched God work in my life from a very young age. So what I can tell you is, you know, I could have looked at those situations like, God, why'd you put me in this family? God, why'd you put me somewhere where, you know, my dad is sick and my mom is sick? But I was so filled with love and I knew that God put me in that family for a reason. So I didn't look at, you know, oh God, why'd you do this? I was thankful. I'm still thankful to this day that God put me in the family he put me in. But to make a long story short, I've, I've watched the hand of God all over my life. I've watched the hand of God over my mother's life, over my father's life. I've watched prayers be answered time and time and time again. But in 2020, what really struck me was God, he isolated me. And you know, they say isolation comes, you know, any, before you do anything great, before God does anything great inside of your life, there's a period of isolation where you feel by yourself. And I would struggle with God and I would fight with God. Like, why is it that you're not doing what I've asked you to do? Why is it that I'm hurting and you're allowing me to sit here and hurt? Why is it that I'm hurting and you're not surrounding me with people that I think you're supposed to be surrounding me with? And God isolated me before he moved in me. And that experience was so real. I know for a fact I can never look back. So my prayer for any of you is that you have an experience with God that will never allow you to look back at who you were, but to continue to allow you to walk in who God has called you to be. That's a powerful prayer because I ask God, I say to God all the time, I never want to go back to where I was, God. I don't want to go back to that person. I'm thankful for her. Those are lessons that I've learned, God. And God, I, you know, those are all things that I need because they all worked according they all worked for my good God. But I had a moment. I had like, into, it, it shook me because I had a moment where God, where God, I told you, and I've shared this before, you told me you're never going to be the same again. So when the enemy tried to hit me over and over and over again, God, you're never going to be that same person again. He's never going to be able to hit you there again. And what I can share with you is anytime the enemy has got a stronghold over you, He's going to continue to try and hit you in that place over and over again until you serve the most high God who set you free. Until you say, God, this is yours and not mine. So the enemy was hitting my self-esteem. He was hitting my worth. I believe my worth was connected to people and not the most high God. And then I, be, I had an encounter with God where I realized my father loves me. I owe nothing to anyone. This love is not something that can ever be taken away. His love is everlasting. He loved me before he formed me in my mother's womb and he had a plan for me. God loves me and he loves you. And once my mind became saved on that, there was nothing anyone could do to shake that. And the enemy would try and come in again and he would try and come after my worth. And he would try and make me think that my worth was connected to people, whether or not people stayed with me or they went for me until I learned, you know what, I'm okay by myself because there was a season where God isolated me and it was me and him and that was all that I needed. And God got some words so deep down inside of me that it shook me. Because every single time the enemy comes in that same place again, he can never hit me there again because God's already done that work and that stronghold is already broken. So I don't know what your stronghold is. I don't know where the enemy is hitting you, but I want you to get inside of your word. 
And I want you to meditate on your on the words of God. And I want you, every single time the enemy tries to hit you in that place again, I want you to go back to your word until it's so deeply rooted inside of you that you become immovable and unshakable. Because when you become that person, baby, you become somebody who the enemy is scared of. And I want the enemy to wake up every day scared of me. Because I hate is a strong word, but I hate the devil. I hate him because of what I've seen him do in my life. I hate him because of what I've, what I've seen him try to do in my life until I've fixed my eyes on God. I hate him because he tries to come in and destroy people and families. I do. And I wake up every day with a mission to try and encourage people to walk in whoever, walk in who it is God has called you to be. Walk in whoever it is and let's make the enemy mad. I want to dance all over his head. I want to leave no crumb in sight. That's what I wake up every morning to do. And even when I raise my kids, I'm like, God, this is payback to that enemy. Every single thing the enemy thought he stole from me, I put inside of my children. We're breaking every single stronghold that the enemy tried to put over us. Generational blessings are coming our way. We're restoring generational wealth. We're creating generational wealth and generational blessings. We're finding out all of those generational curses. They've stopped with me here and now because I've partnered with God and I believe that my father wants me to have good things. And I'm telling you, there are curse breakers inside of all of you. There are generational curse breakers. There are things that only you can do. And once I fixed my eyes on that and I got in tune with God and understood like, God, this is my, I can look at the next person to do it. I can try and instill it inside of my daughter, Bella, to do it inside of my son, Jeremiah, or I can do it right here. I can start it right here, right now. I can start this work and pass it down to them so that their children and their children's children are not fighting these same things, these demons, we have called them out. And it stops right here. It stops right here with me because I've made a decision to partner with God and say that it's not going to happen again. Not on my watch. Not with me here. I'm sick and tired of looking at it. I'm sick and tired of looking at these generational curses. I'm sick and tired of looking at these things. I'm sick and tired of just living with them. I'm sick and tired of thinking that this is the way life is always going to be. I'm sick and tired of that. That's not the God that I serve. And once I understood that, and I said, God, I am yours. I'm yours. I'm sold out to you. Not because of what you've done, but because of who you are and because of what you did for me on that cross, God. I'm sold out to you. So God, keep me humble. Keep me hungry for you, God. Keep me chasing every single thing that you've got me, that you want me to chase, God. Keep using me, God. Keep using me, God. And we know when we call for these things, we, you know, there's more persecution that comes our way, God. But God, I know that you're with me. There's another in the fire with me. I always go back to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But there was a fourth one in there, and I believe it was God. I just want you to really just be encouraged. Be encouraged to know that strongholds are being broken right now, and I'm praying. I'm praying that we're able to fulfill whatever it is God has put inside of our hearts, fulfill our purpose. We're walking in it boldly. You know, we're not just walking in it, but we're walking in it boldly. Boldly, God. Give us boldness, God. Bold faith, God. Bold faith and blind faith, God. To know that you are who you say you are. You're going to do every single thing you said you're going to do. There's nothing too hard for you. And I, I have continued to hear God tell me all the time, like, you've placed me in these boxes. You've put limits around me. But I'm not the God who lives in a box or a square. I'm the God who's going to do whatever it is I want to do. I don't need your permission to bless you. I don't need your permission to move in your life. I, you know, you have free will and you can accept it or not. But I don't need your permission and I am not the God who's in a box. So take me out of it. Because every single time you think you've put me in something, 
I bust right out of that thing. And I, that's so powerful to me. So just allow God to move in your life. Whatever God is telling you to do, whatever direction God is taking you, trust him. Trust him. For we walk by faith and not by sight, remember? Remember that it, that is how we walk. That is how we walk. And just be encouraged. And know that you're not alone when you wonder sometimes, God, is this what you said? No, I think we all get there sometimes. We're wondering, God, how is this going to work out? But just remind yourself that God is the God who takes us from glory to glory. And what I can't do, he will do. In my weakness, God is made, made strong. And I love that. Because when I completely surrender myself to God and I say, God, I can't. You know, I've gone as far as I can go. And I feel like I've been completely obedient to you, God. But I tap out. And I'm asking you, God, to tap in. And there was a moment in May, I'll never forget it, where God said, I got, you have to tap out so I can tap in. And it's not tap out for a moment and let me fix it. It's you have to completely tap out so I can completely tap in. Your only job in that season is to rest. Tap out so I can tap in. Because if you would tap me in, I can move mountains for you. All I need you to do is rest. And I wrestled with that because I'm a worker. But I rested and I understood that with me wrestling with that, that meant I was not trusting God. So that was something God worked with me and you're not trusting me. I didn't ask you to move in this season. I asked you to rest. I didn't ask you to do. I asked you to rest. I asked you to tap out so I could tap in. That's the tag team type of God we have. When you can't, he will. And when God expects you to do something and move, then he expects you to do that because he taps out. He doesn't leave us, but he taps out. He wants to see where you're going to go. So I'm in this season right now of complete surrender. And I have, I'm in a season right now where I hear God saying, I need you to tap out, Christina, and tap me in because I can do this. I can finish this. You've gone as far as you can go. You've been obedient. But now you want to see the exceedingly and the abundant. You've got to tap me in. And that's where I am right now. And I know that I'm not alone in that. So I just want us to continue to allow ourselves to rest in God, to trust him, to tap out so God can tap in so we can see the immeasurable moving hand of God all over our lives because God wants to do great things in all of us. I truly believe that. I encourage all of you to continue to trust God. Continue to rest in Him. Continue to listen for that still small voice. And just continue on this journey of whatever it is God has called you to do. And until we meet next time, have a wonderful day.